0: Welcome back to the Windy City Wire podcast. My name's Sam Tanaglia, and I'm really happy to be back on the podcast here with James C It's been a few weeks, but um, I'm very glad to be back. James, how you doing, buddy?
1: Good, man. Good Good to be back talking with you. Um, I know we've been away for a couple of weeks, and I've been busy with finals, and you've been busy with other stuff. And I'm just glad you're back healthy, and uh, you know we're able to talk some sports together.
0: For sure, for sure. I'm glad you're, ho- I'm hoping your finals are going well. I'm doing a, pretty much just sitting around and everything at my house, recovering from back surgery. Um, But yeah, and we're just chilling. Good, yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping they went
1: well, but uh, time will tell, time will tell. Oh yeah, it,
0: it'll be good, it'll be good. Uh, but our Chicago sports teams, I don't know about that. Right now we're struggling in a lot of teams. Um, there's some good ones, some bad ones, but the date is December 9th and James and Sam are back on the podcast. That's all that matters. All right. So first of all, let's get started with some Cubs talk. We are still in December. We're very early. The MLB is currently in a lockout, so nothing's really going on. Um, but the Cubs made a few moves and there were some big moves in just like the general MLB. Um, Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager both going to the Texas Rangers on like uh, over $100 million contracts, both of those guys. So that'll be the second base and shortstop. Um, but then there was the lockout pretty much like the next day and nobody's really done anything uh, else, I don't think. Um, but James, just run us through some of the moves the Cubs have made.
1: Yeah, a couple of the moves. Uh, no one really saw it, or at least I didn't think that uh, this team is going to go out and grab uh, a name. I was thinking maybe it would just be a couple, maybe a couple prospects that didn't work out and maybe they'll bring them in for the year and, you know, we'll see, maybe compete a little bit, but you know, this isn't, this Cubs team is depleted and, you know, we need pitching and Bryant Rizzo by is all gone. There's a potential for Bryant to return, but very slim. Um, but yeah, Cubs deals. Uh, Marcus Stroman, uh, three years, seventy-one mil. Uh, former Mets, former Blue Jays starter. He's electric. Um, he's a feisty guy. He, you know, he he pitches with attitude, and he's a decent pitcher. He's not going to strike out 10, 10, 12 guys. Maybe he will, but he's good. Good ground ball stuff. Uh, he's going to let up a couple homers. There's going to be a couple games that you know we're going to be unhappy with him but for the most part I'm happy with the signing I didn't came out of nowhere like last week and uh that's the first one and it's pretty notable it's one of the the bigger signings so far in them will be uh then we got Clint Frazier unsure on the years and the the money he will be making but Clint Frazier young guy from the Yankees decent bat uh just didn't really work out in New York i guess finding or getting him time in the lineup and he's been pretty vocal about his time in New York, and some Yankees fans are coming after him because, um, of course. And CC uh, Sabathia actually took uh, exception to something he said, and I think he said if he posts another thing, he's going to punch her, or If he says another thing about the Yankees, he's going to punch him in the face, something like that. But yeah, Glenn Fraser, uh, gritty guy, you know, blue collar type baseball player, not you know, flashy at all, but. I like his bat and I think I heard his name a good bit in the beginning of the season, but kind of fell off towards the end, but hopefully a change of scenery might do him well. And then veteran catcher, Jan Gomes, two years, 13 mil, um, with talk of Contreras possibly on the trade block or um, anything like that. You know, it's nice to have a veteran catcher who uh, can come in and, you know, fill that void if needed. But, yeah, so far three signings, nothing nothing too major besides the Stroman one, but there's talks of Correa coming. So what what are you thinking?
0: Well, let's just go uh go through some of these. So Stroman, I don't know. I we were debating it in our text chat with my I was in my, with my dad <laughs> and the two other guys we share the season tickets with. Um I I honestly, I honestly don't really like Stroman. Yeah, he's he's an all-right pitcher. He'll throw like a three seven three six ERA. I just I just don't like the super like, uh, Jordano Ventura kind of guys that are gonna mm-hmm. it's like liability. You could get into a bench clearing brawl every single game. But you know, some people are for for that. So, you know, it's it's a good signing. He's not a terrible pitcher, so I'll I'll roll with that one. Um, three years, seventy one million dollars. I mean, the league is just. Rowing and money's very high right now. So a little bit heavy on the money in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah, Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and Clint Frazier's just, he's a young player. He was a prospect a few years ago coming up for the Yankees. So um, that could just be like a piece that um, the Cubs could work with in the outfield. He's still young. He hasn't had much success in the majors so far, but he was really a highly touted prospect a few years ago. So I'm looking forward to that, actually. Maybe we can make something out of him. Uh, and then Jan Gomes is just good defensive catcher. So we'll see about that. And, yeah, Correa coming to Chicago, that'd be interesting. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I, uh, I do not think the Cubs are going to be very good this year. Uh, but I do like some of the guys that were playing at the end of the season this past year, like Frank Schwindel. really like him. Um, I saw a picture, I think, on Barstool, Chicago, Frank Swindell, just looking like a regular guy, like having parties in a garage or something. So shout out Frank Swindell. Uh, I'm a fan. So Cubs made some moves. They're not huge, but the Stroman one could be good. And, hey, maybe we can get something out of Clint Frazier.
1: Don't forget about Wisdom.
0: Oh, yeah, Wisdom, Here's- too. He played the whole year. I, I always forget about him, but, yeah. He beast. Uh, played very well. What did he finish? Like second in the, uh in the uh, rookie of the year race for the NL? All
1: right, I'm pretty sure he was close. He just, that guy is, I hope he can translate this into next year, but because that was crazy. He, he had home run every game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Wisdom was great. trumandel's good. Like, mm-hmm. I like our young guys and like, they were names I've never heard before. I'm like, I think it was you and I or my dad and I had a game or something. Like, who the hell is Frank Schwindel? This guy's just a German, German kid just coming up there and just just knocking dingers out of the park. Um, but, yeah, Clint Frazier, he is four years older than us, so still relatively young, 27, and he was drafted fifth and traded to the Yankees um, for Andrew Miller in 2016. So uh, he was a big prospect, and we'll see if we can get – get them to do something here on the Cubs. So we'll see about that. Perfect. Any other thoughts? White Sox, Um, have they done anything?
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, I wanted to say also we have Nicky Madrigal getting healthy for this year too, right?
0: Yes, we do. So he'll play second and probably bat first or ninth because he'll probably hit like 315, 320. So that's like – that's good. We got Madrigal on the Kimbrel trade. Who else did we get? What was the pitcher?
1: Uh, I forget his name. Oh. Hewer. Uh, I forget. Oh, yeah. Cody.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, we rinsed them. We rinsed them, I think.
0: Yeah, I think we did. And Kimbrel didn't even play well, so. We won the Quintana trade. I think we, won, we, I think we won that one.
1: We won the Quintana trade. KO, know that.
0: Yeah, KO doesn't even listen to our podcast. Um, but uh, actually the the one big signing I did see for the uh um White Sox was Kendall Brave or Kendall Graveman. He's just like a setup man um closer guy who pitched for the uh, Mariners and Astros last year. He's really good, So that's just like you got three guys, two guys in the bullpen that are just gonna be good. him K- Graveman now with uh Liam Hendricks. So that's gonna be a good bullpen. And I really like Graveman. That's a big sign. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Agreed. baseball. But we'll talk baseball and baseball season is upon us. But we're just giving you a little bit of update here on the podcast. All right. Good James? Yeah, it's good. All right, good, good. All right, now on to the Bears. Um it's just been it's been tough. I've it's been a tough last few games as a Bears fan. Um, I think our last few episodes were probably on how we almost we should have beat the Steelers thanks to the refs for helping them out there, and uh, and we even like played very well. I our, we didn't play very well, but we played all right versus the Cardinals in a really sloppy weather kind of like game. Um, but we could have been in the game like we could have played a little bit better um, and we could have won that one in my opinion this past Sunday.
1: I mean, uh, I don't know. You throw four interceptions, you're not going to win, we're letting them start their their uh, possessions on our 20, 30 yard line. So you're not going to win football games like that. And yeah, it was bad weather. Cardinals um, are good, man. It's, I didn't really watch much of it, but...
0: Two of the, the interceptions line, like weren't even Dalton's fault at all. Well,
1: I'm but, still going to count them. Well, yeah, Cole Komet. That Cole plays Komet actually. and
0: uh, who was the other guy? Probably Godwin or something.
1: Oh, no, it no, was, it was Grant. Grant.
0: Yeah,
1: But that was that was a horrible pass. Like, the Komet one wasn't on him, but the Grant one, it's a horrible pass. And they're just so... They're just so bad, bro. And I'm like, really, like I can't believe this game, this Packers game that's coming up, is being played on Sunday night. Like,
0: we're gonna get, bu- we're gonna get destroyed.
1: The amount of messages and just like BS I'm gonna get from kids out here and just unbelievable. Like, I can't believe i are not flexing that to noon. Play that game at like seven a.m. or like six <laughs> or something like where we're still sleeping because it's gonna be a bad one. It's gonna look Mm -hmm. it's gonna look bad and um you know I don't know how this guy's still coaching our team and I because he beat the Lions by two
0: yeah that's probably it yeah I think uh Nagy I I I don't understand how he's still around but I guess that's uh the organization just not wanting to fire a coach mid-season I guess that's a thing um but yeah, it's, it was a bad game. I watched pretty much all of it. Can't remember much of it. Um, But, yeah, the Cardinals, they came in, and they decided to run the ball with Kyler Murray, and they looked really good doing it. And they came out, I think the first drive they had, they had a fourth and, fourth and two, fourth and six, something like that, threw, like, a fade route to DeAndre Hopkins on the right side of the field and, like, scored a touchdown, like, that was a great play, and that's just the Cardinals being a very good team. Um, they're ten and two. Thirty. Uh, they won thirty-three to twenty-two. It was terrible. I, I'd have to say Montgomery in the run game is the best part of our team right now for the Bears.
1: Yeah, Montgomery, Roquan. Uh, it was good to see him back. Um, Montgomery, Roquan, Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney, Fields. I mean like trade everyone else. Like I'm so sick of this team and I don't I don't even have words for it anymore. It's just the same the same thing I'm saying every week is this team is just predictable and they're not creative. But it just doesn't make any sense because there's playmakers on the team. There's guys who can like Darnell Mooney, throw Darnell Mooney on the Packers, throw Eddie Jackson on like The Ravens or something. I feel like they're like making plays, and Sean Desai's defense is not living up to what it was talked about all off season, and how this guy's a disciple of Vic Fangio. He's not Vic Fangio. No one's Vic Fangio. And there's just so much. There's always just so much talk around this team, and there's never any. It's never any action. It's all just like the fact that Nagy's still like saying like BS during his press conference. Actually, like makes my blood boil and it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. I'm, I'm sick of
0: it. Yeah. It's not, it's not fun uh, to watch bears games right now. Uh, but I mean, we get to see Justin Fields play on Sunday. He's going to be back. Uh, the weather in green Bay, which is our game this week, seven twenty on Sunday night football. Uh, it's going to be like 33 and just cloudy, dark in green Bay. Um, at kickoff so it's uh it's gonna be a cold one at least weather won't come into play but yeah I mean uh like over like over under like I'll say like half a player one and a half plays Justin Fields takes off due to injury what do you think
1: sure i'll say i'm I saying over
0: cuz he gets hurt i'm going to get
1: gu- i'm going to guarantee something i'll guarantee you that the packers scored more than 30 points oh yeah 35 points yeah, they're going to score more than 35 points we might score 15 17
0: yeah, yeah 13 we'll
1: put we'll put we'll put up our casual like you know touchdown field goal field goal then no points in the second half. And, you know, hopefully they just run the ball and, like, run the clock out and, you know, play with some class. Hopefully this Green Bay team plays with some class. But um, besides that, you know, we know what's coming. And, you know, it's every year. So
0: Yeah. I think we're going to be agree with um, Big Cat from Barstool that we hate Aaron Rodgers.
1: I hate him. I hate him. I hate him, bro. I hate him.
0: Like, honestly, Aaron Rodgers is probably the top athlete I hate of all time. Um, and the second one I won't even mention just because it's going to p- piss everybody off, so I'm not going to say it. But Aaron Rodgers probably takes the top spot and most hated uh, foe in athletes or in the sports history in my book. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is just gonna—it's probably going to run in a touchdown and do a stupid, like, title belt thing if he does that anymore and he'll say i own you or like you he's my bitch or something like that i don't even know
1: i'm not even like i'm not even saying like i hate him because of like the way he just dominates us the way he plays against us like i just hate him even outside of like like football like he's just in the spotlight uh won't refuses to cut his hair um new girlfriend, COVID uh doesn't get suspended
0: like yeah, that's, that's the most egregious like, thing on, that's the thing suspended. that pisses me off Suspend
1: should have been suspended antonio brown got whatever him and that other guy for having fake vaccine cards okay they weren't vaccinated then what was aaron Rodgers? not vaccinated they got two to three games what aaron Rodgers get pat on the back slap on the wrist it's unbelievable but it's aaron Rodgers' so yep does whatever what do does
0: expect? whatever he wants yep Uh, You wrote down that we might get some guys back this week for the Bears or even a possible debut from a player.
1: Yeah, we might get a Tevin Jenkins debut. Um, He's been battling a back injury. I mean, we drafted him second round. He better be a player, but I don't want them to rush him back. But there's talk of it. And then Daz Newsome, another draft pick who hasn't seen the field for whatever reason. So, yeah, bring him in when you're four and eight when, you know, you have no chance. Do it. See what happens.
0: Well, technically, there still is a chance, but it's not looking good.
1: <laughs> there is. There is.
0: Yeah. And I love how they keep putting the Bears like in the playoff picture or not like, in the picture, but like in the hunt, technically, like all the way at the bottom on the right of the screen. They're always there, like four and eight, four seven, four and eight. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's going to be bad on Sunday and, They're going to be talking about it on Monday. It'll like Mike Greenberg on Get Up and stuff. And like, like, what do the Bears do? Why isn't Nagy fired? Like, is Justin Fields going to be good with somebody other, like, another coach? Who do they have to bring in? Is it the offensive line's fault? Is whose fault is this? What's going on? It's just it's bad. It's real. Like we are are not a good football team. Not at all, in my opinion.
1: Whose fault
0: is it? I can't, I can't figure it out. It's I a, can't either. It's I can't defense give you an answer. I
1: cannot answer.
0: Like who's this Desai guy? Like wasn't he supposed to be good? <laughs> like what? Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a fun one. Uh I think we have another bet with your mom, James, about this game. Bears win. I may just say I think the Packers are gonna win. Yeah,
1: what can we like take Packers and like all be on Packers or?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw a dollar on the money line just to, for the Bears just to see what happens. Maybe it'll bring them some luck or something. But yeah, and uh, James wrote in his in the notes for the podcast just to quote him. Um, God, I hate Matt Nagy. I'm gonna say this final score is like thirty eight to, like, Bears maybe muster out, like, 13, 17 points, if anything. 38-17 Packers win.
1: I'll say, like, 45-16. Like, it's going to be bad. It's going to be gross.
0: Yeah. Yep, I agree with you. All right, well, we got 10 minutes possible on this podcast left here. When you're recording on Anchor via computer, you can only go over. You can only go up to 30 minutes. So we got uh, 19 minutes, or nine minutes and th- about 27 seconds. So here we go, James. Jumping into Blackhawks and then Bulls. Um, just give us a rundown of what the Blackhawks are doing. They playing bad at the start of the season, but they're looking a little bit better now.
1: Yeah, the new coach seems to have him playing actual hockey and. They're fun to watch. I enjoy watching them. A uh, couple OT games, shootout win. I forget, I forget who they played, but they got Montreal tonight on the road. Um, they had the day off yesterday, and I think Fleury is in. And Fleury's you know, playing much better. And I think he's playing much better because they're playing better defensively, and their games are low scoring. Uh, Dubrincik scoring goals. Kane looks good. Jonathan Tays is still in a gold drought, but he's working hard. I respect him. He's my favorite NHL player, and, you know, people can rag on him. Three cups, uh, great player, best captain I know in the league. And, you know, he's going to turn it around, and once he gets hot, he'll get hot. But just because he's not putting points up doesn't mean he's not trying. He's he's playing his ass off. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but yeah, man. That's about it. That's about it on them. I mean,
0: they're yeah, still should, middle of the
1: pack right I now. Take I mean, the, uh,
0: should I take the Blackhawks tonight? Mm. Over one and a half goals.
1: Take yeah, take them like over yeah, take them over two and a half. Okay. Free pick from James.
0: All right. Yeah, and I got uh, ten bucks on Najee Harris over three and a half receptions tonight.
1: Oh yeah, there's football.
0: Yep, we got Steelers at Vikings tonight. It's actually going to be a, hopefully a good game. Looking forward to it.
1: Oh, ooh, I like that game. All right, yeah. I mean, this, I don't want to get off track, but uh, yeah, nothing really left on the Hawks. They're still, you know, bottom of the league, but trending up, up. I'd
0: say. Yeah, I have to, I agree. Um, yep, Blackhawks. It's still fun to go to games, and yeah, we all love Tays. Well, hopefully, he gets his goal soon. Um, he's been getting the assists though, which is positive. Just putting up points. Just get those goals soon. All right, and then um, Bulls. Uh, we are 17 and nine right now, half game behind Brooklyn, um, in the East. I, don't, I think that's is that for first in the conference. Yeah. Wow, Bulls. Yeah. So I mean, we all assumed they would be very good, but we didn't assume they'd be this good. But they are running into a little bit of troubles right now. Um, just, they've been, uh, getting a lot of COVID cases recently. I think, um, DeMar DeRozan, Derrick Jones Jr., uh, Kobe White and Javante Green, uh, are, they all are having COVID problems right now. There's like four guys. Um, Pat Williams is, um, he's done for the year with his wrist problem and Caruso has a hamstring Issue so injuries and COVID have just ransacked the Bulls of late. And that Derek Jones Jr., um, like news that he had COVID just came out today. So that's another person that we're gonna lose for a little bit, but still a good team. Um, and I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of uh Lonzo Ball, um, DeMar DeRozan, and uh, Zach Levine. It's the ball Zach has been working.
1: Yeah, I mean, this team plays hard, and the fact that they're kind of getting hit with this COVID trouble and injury uh, trouble at the moment, it's it's concerning. But, you know, as long as our horses are healthy, Levine, Ball, and uh, who's the other guy, like, Levine, Ball, I mean, DeRozan, I'd say DeRozan, but, you know, COVID. But they'll be back, and, you know, it's it's nice to have a good NBA team. It's nice.
0: It's really cool,
1: yeah. I and wish we were playing on have,
0: uh, Christmas; that would have been cool. I don't think we are.
1: I don't think we are, but they have a chance to. They have a chance to do like win a win a couple rounds in the playoffs. I think if they're healthy.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, we're gonna we'll make it to the second round of the playoffs. I think so. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people would agree, and I think not. Either both of us are not NBA experts, um, but I think the Bulls are a very good team and they're a foe to be reckoned with within the East right now. And the East is a good conference. And um, yeah, I think the Bulls just are a really good team. They have three, they technically have a big three right now, and it's really cool to see.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly right.
0: Yep. All right, well, Bulls doing well. Just little injuries and COVID problems, but we will get through that. Um, James, uh, how's your fantasy teams doing? How are they doing?
1: Well, like, you know how my one's doing. I'm last place in Sam's League. Uh, uh, you know, I've been there whole season, not, not too worried about it. But I'm hoping to win the consolation bracket so I don't have to do whatever you guys come up with. But uh, in my other league out here, you're – with some of my ASU friends, uh, first place doing well, and that's kind of why I'm not too unhappy about your league. But I am still pissed that I'm like lower than Murph and KO. But you know, next year's next year, we'll see.
0: Well, I'm not I, I, to make you feel any better, I'm not even gonna make the playoffs in our in our league, um, because like I, I lost to Reese Jordan by like point 0.0 or yeah, 0. 0.4. This past week. And then in week two, I lost to Reese by 0.7. So I've lost to Reese twice this year by less than a point. And it's both um, because of the first one was uh, Daniel Carlson missed a field goal. So that subtracted a point. And this uh, last week, it was Nick Folk not kicking the extra point um, on the first drive of that Monday night game this past week versus the Bills. So, yeah, I'm screwed um, unless I win this week. Or I just score a ton of points. So we'll see what happens. My team's good. Um, I'm very upset about it. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to come in last this year. That's all that matters.
1: Sweet. Thanks.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think you are. Uh, you might. But
1: we'll see. Well, actually, no, you're right. I don't. I might not come in last. We'll see.
0: We'll see. I don't know. I mean, the one thing I know is that Emmett Zima's team should not be winning this many games.
1: Why is he winning?
0: Because he has, like, he has Kittle. His second running back right now, let's see. He's been playing with, like, these garbage teams, and he, he has, I think, the least points scored against, and he doesn't even have that many points scored for. Like, he's starting A.J. Dillon this week. Like, it's a backup running back, and... He said Miles Gaskin, but, like, some of these early weeks, I don't know. I'm just – yeah, if Zima wins and he didn't draft Derrick Henry, but, I mean, that's probably good right now, but who knows. So.
1: Yeah, that I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, so if anyone didn't didn't know the story, Emmett Zima had, like, first pick or second pick this year or something, um, and was he's, like, a huge Derrick Henry fan, and he, like – forgets that we're having a draft and like auto picks Saquon Barkley at second pick and he wanted uh Derrick Henry. So he's got Saquon right now and maybe it'll benefit him in the end. So who knows? I, I it's crazy. It's fantasy. Knowing books. him
1: knowing him it probably will. Like he get he's I mean he's gotten pretty lucky. He hit that big touchdown parlay the other day.
0: Yeah, he made like a thousand dollars.
1: Ridiculous.
0: Yep. I made five dollars on Monday night. In a bet, so I was happy. Let's go. Let's go. Huge. Big time.
1: Stay hot.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Well, James, any uh, last words for the viewers here?
1: Uh no last words really. I mean just happy holidays. Let's hope let's hope Sunday's not as bad as we made it out to see. I know we're down on this team, listeners, but like I don't know what you expect us to do. Like you expect us to be happy and like joyous talking about this team it's not possible so sorry to be so down on them but you know we'll see what happens everyone enjoy their holiday and you know stay safe
0: it'll be good all right for the windy city wire podcast my name is sam tanaglia and james marisi is my co-host thanks for listening peace